0: This is a podcast from Rover. Rex, the Sunday morning edition, and uh, time for a, a great success story, really. Um, time to sort of be a bit upbeat. And uh, th- we're going to go to the Taranaki, of course, for this, which, of course, uh, you know, was in the fortunate side of things, when, it, in, in most cases, when it came to what happened with Cyclone Gabriel. Now, Stephen Kathleen Smith have been running Paradise Valley Berry Farm in the Taranaki, for the last two decades. Um, You'll find there's often a line of people waiting outside the gate on summer mornings, waiting to pick and devour some of the spoils. Sounds idyllic, actually. And Steve Smith joins us now to tell us more about the berry farm there. Uh, Greetings, Steve. How are you there in the Taranaki?
1: Oh, we're great, thank you. Um, Got a bit of a cloudy day here today, but it's still pretty warm. I just had a look. It was about 22 degrees.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, it doesn't sound too bad. Okay. So you started out with just what the single block of strawberries. What about twenty years ago? How big is the operation now? And tell us about between then and now.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. My wife and I decided to, there was an opening there to grow berries, so we started off with um, about twelve thousand strawberries in, a, in one block, and that was uh, we're just starting our twentieth season now preparing for our 20th season so yeah, 20 years ago we started off with that and just growing from there Um, we plant now 30,000 strawberry plants which sounds a lot but in the big scheme of things there's a lot bigger farms than we are, you know, further north but it keeps us busy
0: Yeah, but you, you, I mean that would require quite a lot of infrastructure um, development over the years though I imagine Yeah,
1: yeah and and, um, we've sort of, as as we've grown and, and um, what we're planting and that, you know, we've also grown and what we've learned and our techniques and what equipment is, you know, we, we can use and that to make life a bit easier. Um, yeah, so, especially now, 20 years down the track, we're getting older so, you know, we're, we're having to be smarter now and do things easier as well. Um, but yeah, so, our Humble Beginnings are starting off with 12,000 strawberry plants. We do 30,000 strawberry plants. We've got a block of raspberries and a block
0: of boysenberries so oh. it does keep us busy oh that sounds so good bex my mouth is
2: watering yeah i'm a yeah. raspberry i mean i like oh. strawberries and boysenberries too but raspberries are actually yeah. my favorite yeah yeah um and so how big is are the boysenberry and raspberry side of the business is like size wise or is the strawberries the main star attraction
1: yeah your main star attraction is the strawberries um So half of our farm, we've got five-acre farmlet, so half of it is planted in strawberries. Um, We've probably got about uh, 0.2 of a hectare of raspberries and the same in boysenberries. Um, So it's enough to keep us busy because it's all hand-picked fruit. Um, And we're quite fortunate because ideally raspberries are growing, you know, more in the South Island where you've got more winter chilling and that which we don't always get here. So we're always grateful for what we do get off our crops.
2: Oh, very good.
0: Hey, um, how do you get on for, I mean, obviously this involves quite a few staff. I mean, you must need a bit of a, a fair old uh, swag of pickers at the, at the peak time of the season. Is that an issue for you?
1: Yeah, yeah so um, most of the year we, we endeavour to do most of the work ourselves as far as pruning and planting and things. But when it comes to harvest time, um, I think this last season we had 21 staff. Um, now the pickers are part-time. They generally work 7 in the morning till about lunchtime. And then we have staff that help in the shop and the packing that tend to do longer hours, um, five days a week, doing you know, up to maybe 10 hours a day. Um, yeah, so we have, we have a lot of staff over the harvest time, but we have to do it. You, know, you just can't do it yourself, so you've got to rely on other people.
2: Well, if you were mm. hand-picking them all, you would certainly be there for quite some time if it was just you.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, and that's, that's sort of why your raspberries and your boysenberries and blueberries, you know, can be quite expensive because hand-picking, you know, such a small fruit does take time um, labour-wise.
2: I know when I was a ch- uh, younger, we had a boysenberry farm up the road and we used to all go and do that as a summer job and it wasn't it wasn't the easiest um they're quite low and they're quite prickly from memory yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. um now
1: but i heard that you also make ice creams yeah. and jams oh, oh,
0: stop it oh yeah, so,
1: uh, that that's a big part of our business because um you know we, we 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 sell everything from off our farm here uh so if we have excess fruit at the end of the day and and it hasn't sold in that we freeze good quality fruit which we then use for our ice creams and our jams and we actually have a big trade of selling frozen berries through the winter right through the whole year as well including the winter um but yeah our ice creams just keep growing every year our our main thing with the ice creams is people coming out because they want to have a berry fruit ice cream so we just make a point of making sure that we're putting plenty of fruit into the ice cream so that you know they get a good
0: flavour of ice cream. Oh, aren't they the best though? Uh, you know, um, Steve, I, I, I did have a naughty habit. I put on a little bit of weight over the COVID era, but I would have a naughty habit of going to our local uh, mixed berry fruit ice cream station, you could call it, and I'd get one for my wife as well. But the thing was, my wife wasn't in the car with me. <laughs> So I'd knobble one, one down by the time I got back to the car and then have the one on the drive. So is I that just t- your
2: excuse when yeah. you were buying two? You'd say, oh, I'm getting uh, one yeah, for my wife. And my
0: wife will have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it is it is one of life's real pleasures. I'm not so big on the frozen yogurt, definitely the ice cream with the berry.
2: I like frozen yogurt. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. And what about your jams? It's, I mean, there are few pleasures greater in life than a piece of uh, a, a nice slice of white evil, white bread with butter and strawberry jam.
1: Yeah, oh. we we do sell a lot of um, our jams, so um, Kathleen and I make the jams, and we do the old traditional way of fruit and sugar, no preservative, a um, little bit of lemon juice just to help. Um, yeah, so it's all flavour, you know, you, you don't have to put a lot on your toast to, to know that oh. you're eating strawberry jam. Oh, fantastic. So I just want
2: to know what the secret is, Steve, what makes people line up at your berry farm, do you think? What what is the uh, secret?
1: Um, uh, I think at the end of the day is because we're hands on. Um, you know, we, I'm I'm forever out in the paddock there with the pickers. Kathleen is involved with the girls and the generally when I say girls, that's who we have helping in the shop yep. and the yep. packing and. Um, we're so hands-on you know we're big for quality because at the end of the day you know we're relying on local people coming back two or three times a week so we want to make sure that they're getting a good quality pro- uh, product that they're going to eat every single berry in the punnet and yep. we pick our fruits so they'll ripe all over strawberry won't ripen get any sweeter from the point you pick it so you won't see white or green fruit in any of our punnets they're always red
0: beautiful Beautiful. Now, you have a nemesis in blackbirds. Uh, How do you keep them at bay?
1: I've actually, after coming up to our 20th season, I've given up fighting them. (laughs) Um, You know, over the years, I've tried to trap them and um, do all sorts of things, shoot them, or whatever you do to get rid of them, because there's just so many and they eat so much fruit. So what I actually do now is I actually feed them. So um, when we have, you know, uh, rubbish Fruit off the grading table, and then I would sprinkle it along the, the shelter. About and 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 I can, you know, half an hour later, you go for a walk along the block, and you look down the shelter, and then all these blackbirds are lined up having dinner. And I'm thinking, well, if they're eating those ones, they're not in my patch. So I've actually got to the stage I'm living with them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. You've given up the battle. Let them win. Let let them think they have a win. Steve. that's the main thing, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah. But you're I planning. I am winning because they're not yeah. in the block.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, you, you're planning some expansion.
1: Uh, to be honest, we we got our five acre farm, and we actually got no more room. Yep. So it, it's really for a case of us as we just keep twinking things. You know, yep. a, a different a variety, say in the raspberries or the boysenberries, are performing. Then you know we'll try a different one. Um, we haven't changed strawberry varieties because. We're happy with our results, Um, so we're stuck with the same variety for many years. Um, So we can't get any bigger, so we just, uh, just keep trying to do the best we can.
0: Yeah. Hey, that sounds fantastic, Steve. What a great operation you have there uh, in the Taranaki, Paradise Valley Berry Farm there. Steve and Kathleen Smith run that. Uh, get along there, get the magnificent uh, mixed berry fruit ice cream, the jams they do, the strawberries they do, raspberries and the blueberries, was it? it and berries, sorry, boysenberries. boysenberries so yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Steve, thank you very much for joining us. Much appreciated.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to us.
0: Yeah, no, no, we, lo- we love a good story, a successful story, and somebody's passionate about what they do, and that is clearly the case uh, with Steve Smith there and uh, Kathleen, who run Paradise Valley Berry Farm. This is Rex Rural Exchange. Don't forget, after seven and part two of Rex, the Sunday edition, where we'll be covering off the golden shears. We'll be back shortly uh, where we're looking at this a uh, research project on regenerative farming practices of arable and vegetable crops in the Hawke's Bay. That's next on Rex.